Cats at Night. Now, here's John Katsimatidis. Now we have on the line for us uh, corrections, uh, what, what commissioner? Commissioner. commissioner of Corrections here in New York City, Luis Molina. Welcome back to Cats at Night, Commissioner Molina. Good afternoon. Thank you for having me. What's going on? I mean, uh, I heard there we have some updates. City Council had a hearing today. Yes, today we had our hearing um, about an introduction bill on number 549, which is titled um, the banning of solitary confinement in the city's jail system. As you know, and as many in the public know, we do not practice solitary confinement here at the Department of Corrections. We have restrictive housing. And what that restrictive housing allows us to do is to remove individuals that have just committed a violent act of assault in many cases against another person in custody or against our staff and remove them from general population so that we can put them in restrictive housing so that we could better manage them and help them unlearn their response to issues of conflict with violence. Commissioner, it's uh, Judge Richard Weinberg. We've talked about this before, but isn't it a fact that you can't manage this kind of violent population unless you have this tool? Yes, restrictive housing is a very important tool in order to make sure that our jails and prisons in this country are safe. And there is no jail system that I know in the country or that I'm aware of that does not have some form of restrictive housing in order to manage very violent detainees in their custody. Corrections Commissioner Molina, what is the difference between restrictive housing and, say, putting somebody in the hole? I think people watch a lot of movies and they think this person is in this dark little cage and he doesn't see sunlight. And then there's like this little slab of a a window and he's got his meal that comes in and he doesn't know what day or time it is. Talk to us about what actually goes on in restrictive housing. And is it humane? Because it does sound inhumane to put somebody in in a dark hole. I mean, we are talking. I know they're potential criminals, right? They're guilty. They're innocent until proven guilty. And at the end of the day, they're human beings. So we, we don't want to treat anybody inhumanely. So can you explain to us what exactly is restrictive housing? Yeah, absolutely. So we, what you're describing is solitary confinement where someone is locked in 23 hours a day with little to no human contact, and maybe they come out for an hour. Mm-hmm. That does not exist in the Department of Corrections. Our restrictive housing has two levels. And in each of those levels, Persons um, are allowed to come out of their cell for seven hours a day um, at their uh, at their choice if they want to come out. And during that seven hours, they're engaged in five hours of programming, which we have to gain their buy in for them to participate in. They have access to ministerial services, medical and mental health services. They can still maintain contact with family and loved ones um, and, and, and other amenities and, and privileges that um, are limited in what is in general population. But the key thing is, is that we're removing someone who has just committed a very violent act and we're putting them in restrictive housing, but managing them in a very humane way so that we can we can discontinue their responding to issues of conflict with physical violence. Well, uh, do you think that's enough to def- de- uh, deter, defray, de- you know, deter, deter them? But they from want to get rid of that altogether. Uh, they want to get rid of that too, right? Well, City Council wants to get rid of even restrictive judge, housing. Judge, you've been in criminal uh, criminal law all your life. I mean, uh, I've been a criminal all my life. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> tell us, tell us, sir, what do you think? The short, the short answer is, it's another example of the City Council imposing rules and laws where they do not understand the impact. Are they in real stupid, life? or what is the problem? No, ideological. 
They're driven by ideology and they don't do not talk to the experts like the commissioner and the people in law enforcement. They simply do not understand and they choose to disregard the facts. And this is very dangerous. Commissioner Molina, what do they think that you should do instead if a if a person attacks a, a guard or does something egregious? Do they just have want to have a talk with him? I mean, give him a little like tap on the wrist or something. I mean, what do they expect, you know, to be done to people to some give them some sort of punitive uh, treatment, you know, some some kind of repercussions for their actions? Sure. So the bill, as it's currently drafted, would actually prevent us from removing an individual beyond about four hours after they've committed a violent act. And after that four hours, um, they would want the person to go through a hearing process to determine if they should be put in any type of restrictive housing. Now, currently, we do that now. But what we're able to do is we're able to put individuals in what I would describe as pre-hearing detention. And within about five days, they have a hearing to determine their guilt of innocence regarding the violent assault that they participated in against uh, another person in custody or a staff member. So that happens, but that can't happen immediately under their under their bill. In addition to that, they would like those in, that are in this designated restrictive housing to have up to 14 hours of out-of-cell time. And 14 hours of out-of-cell time is currently what we give our general population detainees that are corresponding and complying with the rules that govern the management of facilities, there would literally be no differences in restrictive housing and general population. And because they don't want us to use any other type of disciplinary sanctions, if they don't want to comply and only use positive incentives, we would actually have to provide amenities and privileges within restrictive housing that are even greater than what's provided in general population. So then what's the point? You're uh, incentivizing Commissioner, the Commissioner uh, Luis Molina, thank you f- uh, very much for your input. Uh, let me tell you something. The city council needs mentoring on their own. And, uh, uh, Did you say it, mentoring it, or mental help? Well, <laughs> they need something. Uh, thank you so much for coming on. And uh, or let, let's hope that common sense prevails and, and uh, keep fighting for what's right, uh, Commissioner. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you. It's Cats at Night on the Red Apple Podcast Network.